rockzone.com. Now, it's time for Scott Weinberg on the Law, featuring renowned attorney Scott Weinberg, along with guest experts, prosecutors, sheriffs, attorneys general, candidates running for governor, and some of the best attorneys in the country, sharing what you need to know to protect your legal rights. Scott Weinberg on the Law is produced by CBS Radio and TalkZone.com. Now, here's your host, Scott Weinberg. Good morning, America. Wake up. Smell your rights burning with the coffee. We've got a good show lined up today, Ben and I. We're going to be talking about a range of different things, but including how our prominent judges, and especially one local judge, is using sobriety court, really helping the members of our community that find themselves in some difficult times to help get support and really make it through these uh, oh, just difficult court systems, and we got one judge that's really going to tell us how they do it, and how they also help us with a canine, and I'll let you just think about that, a canine helper to help our victims through crime. We're going to also uh, have the pleasure of talking with one of the most prominent public radio announcers in the country, really in the world, but in the country here. We're going to have a real treat with uh, Celeste Headley coming in the show. And then we're going to be talking about some of the issues, of course, regarding our tax breaks in Michigan and how the film industry hopefully can try to drag us out of this economy that is just so down and out, but we're trying to get back. We're trying to come up and trying to make our way back into the forefront of the Midwest and not be such a rust bowl state but come out and be a part of the new technology especially here in the in the film industry in michigan you know what happened this weekend of course you know uh, our great jennifer granholm our governor actually had a uh, uh, michigan's smokers weekend because of course now as of yesterday may 1st there is no Public smoking in restaurants or bars. Michigan smokers can now breathe easy. Governor Granholm spoke on national TV this weekend and on the Oprah Winfrey Show, Oprah Winfrey Show, which I'm sure my wife will be happy about, talking about how Michigan is now smoke-free. Well, at least in restaurants and bars where people like to smoke, the smoking ban has and will cause a lot of different opinions. And I, you know, I really went through a lot of different. Um, discussions with legislators about it. But the public sector consultants conducted an analysis of the studies in the communities nationwide on smoke-free laws. And what they concluded, and this is really the important thing if you want to know the truth, they concluded that smoke-free laws do not have a negative effect on bars and restaurants. And, you know, if you think about it, listen, you can go and you can be in a bar and a restaurant, and if you really want to smoke, if you really need to have your nicotine fix, then go out into the hallway, go outside in order to be able to smoke. And that's really the bottom line. The people are jumping up and down, and, you know, there's a lot of opinions about how it's going to cause a range of different um, uh a range of different uh, violation of our rights. And, you know, and I really believe this. A violation of your personal rights are when you are in your personal space. I mean, that's really where I think it is. Whether you're in your vehicle, you're in your home, you're in the private setting with your spouse. But when you are in public, when you are in a, a non 
private space, a restaurant, a courthouse. You are in a public building. You have to respect the laws and the rights of other people. You know, I have my right and you have your right to be free from intrusion in our private space. But when we put ourselves out into the public, that is where we agree implicitly that we are going to respect other people's private rights because now we're with them in public. And that's really where this smoking ban comes into being. I know, I know, people are going to say, but, you know, secondhand smoke isn't proven to cause cancer, or I should have a right to do what I want where I want it, but guess what? That's not what happens in society. You have a right to do it in your private space, don't come into my private space, my friend, or I will be the first one to tell you to back off. And that's really what's going on. The problem with the smoking ban, the statute, is that it's not enforceable in any strong way. It's not against the restaurant. See, that's really where they, I think where they made the mistake. They didn't make it against the restaurant. They're making it against the individual, which is a right thing to do in terms of the statute and your rights. It's a wrong thing to do if you want to enforce it. Because the restaurant owner, if he doesn't want to do anything, he's not going to do anything. It's up to the other patrons or someone to complain, and they're going to get the police involved. And give me a break. You think the police are really going to come in there and start kicking people out and giving them tickets because they're smoking? But I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. Although there is an opinion. I was talking to one guy in Chicago. They say that the full, the first full winter approached where they uh, banned this in Chicago, and many small neighborhood bars had to decide to allow smoking to get their regular customers back, and that the ban, at least in Chicago, is forgotten history. See, I don't think it's going to get that way here. I think it's going to take a long time for uh, for them to not go through this actual uh, smoking ban and, and think that it's not going to be enforceable. I think it's going to take a while. But I do believe that they're going to amend that statute and make it against the bar owners. Eventually, did you hear about this thing in New York? In uh, there's a former colleague accusing accused of murdering a Yale University doctor who carried a grudge. This was unbelievable. Along with a wig, handguns, and approximately a thousand rounds of ammunition, he was arrested by police. He uh, he was charged with murdering a doctor, Vingener Tour, a former colleague, and they once worked together. And the thing that really caught my eye in this was basically, you know, they're working at the most prestigious university, or one of them, in the country, <laughs> other than University of Michigan, of course. And they it's amazing where someone so prominent, someone so uh, basically so uh, uh, excelling in one area in their world, uh, being a doctor, being a university professor, can fall apart in another ways. And it's just, it, it, me- it has no boundaries. Uh, crime has no social economic value when it comes to anger. When you're mad at something, you're mad at someone fooling around with your spouse. You're mad at someone doing something to you in any illegal way, taking your money, taking your your privacy away. Social economic boundaries does not uh, does not come into play. We were talking uh, the other week about local law enforcement around the country. And, you know, one of the things that's going on, and I wanted to just mention this new law in Arizona, where they actually have, and this is where uh, it really goes to a self-determination quote by John Beecher, um, strength 
is a matter of a made-up mind. And in our American labor union uh, movement, John Beecher obviously was uh, was strong and and very powerful and and had a good voice. But even today, what we have in Tucson, Arizona, we've got a uh, an immigration law where they are now making. People carry cards with them in order to see whether or not their ID cards, if they're uh, citizens, and if not, they can be arrested. And this one officer, you really, listen, whether you agree with the immigration laws or not, what you got to do is you have to give kudos to someone who's willing to stand up for what they believe in. And here we've got a cop. We've got a uh, a law enforcement officer that believes that this law is obviously ridiculous, and he's willing to file suit where basically saying that it seriously impedes their enforcement investigations in their own area. This is a guy who's willing to stand up and say, we can't just violate an individual's rights and then expect... Uh, police officers, in this case, obviously a local law enforcement officer, to follow a bad law. And I don't know if he's going to keep his job, but I tell you, kudos to a guy that uh, that's willing to do that. What uh, what we did miss, I don't know if anybody really uh, talked about it too much, but quite frankly, Malcolm X, his killer, is freed after 44 years. And of course, we all know that Malcolm X was a a black leader back in the 1960s, but he was assassinated by a Thomas Hagen, Hagen, the only man actually to admit his role in the 1965 assassination. And after all these years, he actually was uh, he was released. Malcolm X, of course, best known as the fiery leader of the Nation of Islam, who denounced whites as blue-eyed devils. You know, but he really changed his mind. I mean, he really he while he, he quite frankly was anti-Semitic in many ways, he uh, he got much more uh, uh, religious, much more uh, of an, a favor of Orthodox Islam, and came back and basically. Um, took back some of his statements that were so egregious, I felt, when I was four years old. But I felt now studying it later. But his uh, killer, who has been on work release for many years, almost 20 years, going back and forth, has finally been released. And, of course, the African-American community feels that's an outrage because they feel that if he had been had killed a white white iconic leader instead of a african-american leader of course the question that they pose is would he ever have been released and that's something that uh that i'm going to leave up to your more educated views so we're going to have a pack show today um this is scott weinberg if you want to join us we're at 248-851-1270 you know, weinberg on the law have you or a loved one been arrested or charged with a crime? Do you want to stay out of jail and try to keep your record clean? Then you need the attorneys from Weinberg Law at 1-800-7100-LAW. And if you call right now, they can qualify you for a payment plan designed just for you. That's right, an affordable top criminal law firm. Call 1-800-7100-LAW. Stay out of jail, keep your record clean, and qualify for payment plans. Call now, 1-800-710-0529. That's 1-800-7100-LAW. 